Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1155. So the first event is in the books. Force Friday, which was initially a one-day event, is now a three-day event. And the midnight openings are done. I was at the one in Concord, New Hampshire. And I'll give you the highlights of the intelligence to share as well as what you've got to look forward to on the podcast over the next few days. Punch it, Chewy. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and this is about as late as I do the podcast these days. It's 2.30 in the morning on September 1st, and... That's Eastern time. The podcast drops at 3 a.m. Eastern time. So I think I might be pushing that time frame. I mean, you know, it's usually dropping at 3 a.m. So it's going to be a few minutes late today, folks. Sorry about that. But I got to tell you at least the highlights from Force Friday the 2nd at Toys R Us in Concord, New Hampshire, where there were about a couple of dozen folks. It started looking a little thin at first, it did certainly look like there were more people than were there for Rogue Friday last year, but not quite as many as there were for The Force Awakens Force Friday, but it did eventually get to a respectable couple of dozen people where I was at. The few, the proud, the dedicated were out there. We actually had a couple of guys from the 501st New England Garrison, an Imperial officer, and a TIE fighter pilot were out there as well. That was a first. They haven't been any uh, cosplayers out in either of the two that I've been at previously. So that was definitely fun. And it wasn't like the New England Garrison actually sent people up there. Those were just two guys or a part of the Garrison that just wanted to be in uniform for it, which was very cool. Anyway, the big reveal on the poster that they were giving out at the Toys R Us was, it's a shot from the scene with the walkers on Crate in The Last Jedi, and they actually had Imperial walkers. The old school Adats were in this photo walking alongside the gorilla walkers, and they are dwarfed by the gorilla walkers. And Kevin Jenkins, in the interview he had on StarWars.com, where he talked about the Gorilla Walkers, this was on the same day that they released the first images of the Gorilla Walker on the Star Wars show. He said that he was talking with Ryan Johnson and they talked about how it would be funny or interesting to have the Walkers be a size that was akin to what the Scout Walkers were to the original Imperial Walkers. And so, you know, these would be like the little Scout vehicles. But from the article, you didn't necessarily think, oh yeah, they actually did it. And considering there's this new Lego contraption of a heavy assault scout walker kind of thing, you know, didn't think that real AT-ATs were actually going to be in this thing. But doggone it, there are, honest to goodness, AT-ATs walking alongside the gorilla walkers. And, and there's a whole fleet of TIE fighters that are flying above the walkers and, you know, heading toward resistance, base forces, whatever. But there are also what appear to be TIE bombers as well, or at least whatever the upgraded first order version of the TIE bomber is. And, you know, looking at this poster, which, of course, there are images all over the place for it on social media right now, I'm sure. But looking at this poster and the stance of the Gorilla Walkers, the ATM-6, as it's more specifically and <laughs> accurately called, ah, I've been hoping that there would be something surprising like them busting out into a gallop, but 
I don't know, looking at them, I'm not so sure that that's going to happen, especially if they're sending regular walkers in with them. That seems like, you know, they wouldn't let them, you know, one leave the other behind, right? So that's a bit of a bummer. I had this image or idea of, you know, these crazy backward bending front feet on these things, suggesting that the thing could just run along and lope by comparison, you know, almost like the difference between walking zombies and running zombies, like how much that would freak you out. Slight digression, though. Anyway, shockingly, there was no packaging copy at all about the characters on the three and three quarter inch action figures. There had been in the past in uh, for certainly for The Force Awakens. I swear it was the case for Rogue One, though I can't remember for sure now, but absolutely nothing on the three and three quarter inch figures. So that was a bit of a disappointment. There was stuff on the six inch figures, though. And so at least you got a little bit of information there. And some of it is just fascinating, and in a case or two, it is actually illuminating, and I'll be talking about those over the weekend. But there is one bit of information that I wanted to share with you that's sort of, well, I'll tell you about it after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back all right so the thing i was going to tell you about were a the force link things and secondly b the giant talking kylo ren so let's get to the force link stuff first so as uh, brian fontaine from jedi scavenger who was part of the brick city blockade network of podcasts he was actually at the same uh, toys r us that i was and so he and i got to chat a bit but uh, he reminded me, of course, of the ComTech things. If you remember the action figures from The Phantom Menace, how they all had a stand that was actually a little chip or had a little chip in it, and you could set it down on top of this ComTech thing, and it looked very much like their, uh, their walkie-talkies, basically. And it would say a phrase or two, and it's kind of the same thing. The Force Link thing, though, you're supposed to wear it on your wrist. It has, like, a wristband attachment thing, and... Um, Figures will have, you know, phrases from the movie or whatever. Well, unfortunately, I don't know what happened. The one at Toys R Us was not working for us because we were trying to hold up figures next to the one, the Force Link talking thing on display, and it was just not working. So that being said, I have a feeling that people are going to be posting audio of all of these different phrases that the uh, action figures are going to be saying. So we'll have a look at those over the next few days as well and see if there's anything new and interesting we could find out. And as far as the Kylo Ren giant figure goes, well, that sucker is much different from the one that came out during the Force Awakens push. I mean, tenfold basically is the scale of the difference in this thing because the original Kylo Ren, the talking Kylo Ren, had about six different phrases, if I remember correctly, the one that was released for The Force Awakens. But this new one that they have is loaded with more than 60 phrases and other things. So maybe it's also special effects or something like that. So maybe it's not a full 60 phrases. But I know there are going to be a couple of obsessives, a couple of obsessives, excuse me, who are going to record every single one of those 60-odd phrases and noises and so forth. So 
I did not stand there and impress the thing repeatedly as I was tempted to do because I thought, you know what, the internet's going to solve this problem for me. So we will look into all the things he says as well with the caveat that even of the six things that the original Force Awakens Kylo Ren said, not all of those sayings actually appeared in the movie. So yeah, you'll have to take it with a grain of salt. And even the couple that I did hear, a couple of them were ones that were more Force Awakens quotes than they were not Force Awakens quotes. Let's put it that way, because maybe they're the last Jedi. Maybe they're not. We'll have to see. But over the next couple of days, as information is starting to get collected and collated by the internet, we will dig into the reveals. And I've got stuff that I want to talk to you about, about Ray and Luke and about Supreme Leader Snoke and about where he's hanging out. You know, there could be some rather interesting stuff going on there, too. So that's all to come in the next couple of days. And I hope you have a wonderful Force Friday, wherever you were pursuing it, Target, Walmart, Toys R Us, Disney Store, some other <laughs> store like that. Yeah, good luck with finding everything that you are hoping to find in the stores. And as I sign off, I just want to say, may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you stow away on a Trade Federation landing craft, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a short negotiation, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.